What's going on, everybody, and welcome back to another episode of the Get Over Yourself podcast, a podcast dedicated to self-development, self-improvement, and helping you achieve the goals that you've laid forth in your life. On today's episode, I'm bringing on life and mindset coach, Jeff Seal. Jeff is the founder of Mind Access Life Coaching, where he helps unfulfilled millennials create an inspired vision for their future through overcoming self-doubt with Mind Access Method. His mission is to guide his clients to reach their highest potential through which they can create a life of purpose and fulfillment. If you want to reach out to Jeff after hearing today's episode, you can find him in the biography listed down below with the links to his various websites, Instagram pages, and LinkedIn. Jeff, thanks so much for joining us here on the Get Over Yourself podcast today, and we're excited to have you. Thanks so much for having me on, Brandon. I'm looking forward to it. So on today's episode, everyone, Jeff is going to guide us through his journey of becoming the founder of Mind Access Life Coaching and how he has seen the improvements made while doing coaching for his clients. Jeff is going to lead us through his personal journey and his different methods on self-development and how he has become a better human through it. So Jeff, with that all being said, let's jump into today's episode. Jeff, to give the audience a little bit of an opening on who you are and kind of how you got into the self-development realm, do you want to describe some of those early days when you're just realizing some of the potential that self-development has? Yeah, for sure. So self-development um, links back to uh, a deep love of philosophy and psychology that I've had since I've been a young person, right? But when I when I went to university and I got into my full-time job, and there's a lot of things that happened in between, you know, so I started studying I have degrees in human biology, neuroscience, biotechnology. And then I went from there, did a bunch of other jobs and businesses, ended up in full-time work. I was very unfulfilled the entire way. Um, For me, it just felt like I was following a particular life pattern, the master plan. So I actually became a drug addict and I was a drug addict for about nine years. Um, So throughout this whole time while I was doing university, doing different jobs and, um, you know, getting into my corporate role, I was just doing drugs, like I was smoking weed, uh, doing MDMA, doing cocaine. And uh, self-development is something that I realized about two years ago. Um, oddly enough, about five years ago, I just randomly bought a life coaching course. I didn't even know what it was. So I just bought it because I wanted to find a way to fix my life up. I didn't touch it for another three years. And right about the time where I realistically, there, there's a shifting point for every person I found. And for me, it was... Uh, remaining the same was not tolerable, right? Like re- like remaining in the same method of what I was doing and how I was doing it in my work and then basically go to work and go home and just blast myself with drugs. It was intolerable to do that for another day. Like in my mind and in my soul, it was like, this is so offbeat of what I want to do. So I actually went back to that life coaching course and I started to go through it and I started to go through it. It started opening a lot of things in my mind, making me realize how much needed to shift. Then I read this book, right? So I had a book that I was sitting on my bookshelf for about seven years. You know, it's crazy. It's just things that I've had, like little seeds I've planted, but I I never actually looked at it. It's called The 50th Law by Robert Greene and 50 Cent, one of the greatest books ever written. And it talks a lot about the importance of sobriety and how if you want to achieve anything in your life, you need to be completely sober. And I never thought about it that way before. I always thought that you could be successful 
um, and be addicted at the same time. And this book completely shifted my perspective. So these two were the very beginning seeds of, I guess, my evolution as a person. But that's where it all began. And when I started to open up all these gates in my mind, I really just went all in because there was no way I could retain the same model of, you know, just being in that unfulfilled state. Now, Jeff, when you were kind of practicing this lifestyle of drugs and, you know, you said you got home from your corporate job every day and basically just enthralled yourself in this lifestyle. How old were you and how did you start realizing that it was not making the impact in your life that you knew would be positive? I was pretty old. I was 24. Like, oh, I say pretty old, but not not that old. But I was, <laughs> I was uh, 24 years old at the time. Yeah. And uh, I knew that it was it was wrong. In fact, I knew, I wanted to kind of be sober since I was about 21. But I just didn't know what to do with my life because it always just felt like I was following a particular pathway, you know. It felt like I was going to uni. Not that I hated uni. I loved going to uni. But then um, I would do a bunch of jobs outside of uni. So there was a point like where I was working like three different jobs and doing my master's. And um, I was just flat out seven days a week. And the only respite that I could have from that was literally just to get high, you know. And then transitioning off from that, after finishing my master's, um, there was a period where I kind of just couldn't get into that field. So I was kind of just doing all different kinds of jobs and that didn't really help either. And then once I got my job in that field, which was in clinical research, and I was like, wow, this is going to be the next level. I started it and I realized I literally did not care for it at all. It was like something I've been angling towards, but I just, it did not resonate with me on the inside. Um, I did really well in that job, like, but because I, everything that I do, I always put in 110%. It doesn't matter whether I'm sober or I'm not sober. I will always give 110% for any scenario. But deep down, it's like, wow, I just want to do something else. I want to do something that makes me fulfilled. And then when I found the pathway of self-development, a lot of things opened for me because I started looking in the right places for what I was passionate about. Now, Jeff, is that kind of when you started realizing that with this coaching business, you wanted to work with unfulfilled millennials? What kind of got you on the path of helping them over a different type of age group? Yeah, so for me, coaching um, is something that can only be done for people that have, well, how do I put it? So like, you can only coach people based on what you've been through, right? So, I mean, you can read a whole bunch of books about coaching and get certified. It doesn't mean anything. You can only help people that are in the same position that you once were in. And so for me, going from the path of being unfulfilled and hating my life and being addicted to drugs and drinking and partying every weekend, even during the week sometimes, I know there's many unfulfilled millennials out there doing that. And it's not like it's okay, it's like one or two people. I know there's a lot of people doing that. And I know for myself, like I couldn't help someone that I could not understand their situation. So my coaching is angled towards other people who have been in the same, who are in the same position that I was once in. And Jeff, how did you originally even get introduced to drugs? Is it something that kind of was surrounded you all throughout your childhood? Or is it just due to the stress of those three different jobs while going to college as well? Or No, it was kind of like um, when I was 17. So I, I graduated school when I was 16. So I started university at 17, um, which was pretty young. And I kind of just got into it because a few of my friends were doing it. I thought it was just going to be fun. Uh, it starts off with smoking weed, you know, that's how it always begins. And, you know, weed is decriminalized in a lot of places in the world, but it is a gateway drug. Um, it, it does enable you to take other things, but that's definitely how it started my pathway into it. 
And ever since that kind of evolution where you initially started just to kind of fit in with your friends and experiment and stuff, what kind of path did that lead you down over the many years? Yeah, not a good path, Brandon, not a good path. I would always self-sabotage myself. This is what I find a lot and it also happens with my clients I work with. Um, it's that until you change your habits and until you rein in your self-control and until you're very conscious of what it is you want and you're intentional, uh, you just repeat the same thing over and over and over again. So like for me, I try to like not hang out with my friends for like a week, right? So I could just do some uni work or focus on getting a job. But then someone would just come by my house, pick me up and we'd be right back at it all over again. You know, like I was unable to say no. Um, that was my biggest struggle at that point. I was unable to say no and I had no intention. So when you're not fulfilled, when you don't have something to work towards that's greater than yourself, it's very hard to have intention when you speak and the way you think. And when you go where the wind blows you, then you're just going to end up in the same spot over and over and over again. So to change that, it comes from within. You've got to get very clear on what it is that you want out of life because if you don't, you'll end up right back where you started. And you know, I like how you really put it a couple minutes ago where you said you had started planting these little seeds all around you with the books and with a couple different mentors and things like that. But what was the big change? How did you finally tell yourself that, you know what, I realized that the drugs and the partying and everything I'm going through right now is not fulfilling me. You, as you said, it was self-sabotaging yourself. But how did you overcome that? I mean, just doing these courses and reading this book, that might have helped. But I mean, as you know, from personal experience, drugs are addicting. It's hard to overcome those things. Yeah, it's um, it's it's not just with the courses and um, with reading the books. Those were seeds, you know. Like as you you put it, you put it great. Like over the years, I had subconsciously placed seeds all around me to finally give me that way to get out of that life. I placed, but I didn't realize it at the time. But my subconscious mind always wanted to move on. So, to me, moving forward, it required a lot more. Like the courses and the books gave me a leverage, a platform. But what really pulled me out was really changing everything about my life, Brandon. I'm serious. I changed everything. I, I could not tolerate another day being that same model of Jeff. Seriously, I could not. So what I did was I started to change my habits completely from the very ground level. I sat down and I really just I thought about it. Like I remember on the weekend um, after work, I was like just trying to really put down everything on paper that I wanted to change. Like I literally put down every single aspect of myself that I was conscious about. And I was like, how can I change this to something positive? So like, for example, okay, I'm smoking weed every night. I'm drinking every weekend. I'm doing MDMA every weekend, right? How can I change this? So if I feel like smoking weed or I feel like smoking a cigarette, I'm going to go to the gym. So what I did literally for a six-month period was I went to the gym every day. Every day I go to work and push myself hard at work, like work like 10 hours, come home, and then literally just go to the gym and fall asleep. And I did that for months. I didn't go out. I didn't drink. I, I just narrowed myself down into this field of vision because I wanted to change myself so badly. And I did this so much. So I always do like positive habits, like read a book if I wanted to smoke a cigarette. Um, and smoking smoking cigarettes took a long time longer to quit. I have quit now, but it did take about another like six months to quit. But I realized that the only way to do that was to change my habits. Whenever you have the trigger to smoke weed, don't do it. Go to the gym. Whatever the trigger to smoke a cigarette, don't do it. Maybe go and do some research, listen to music, go and do 10 push-ups. Whatever it is, you've got to change your habits. And over time, like after six months of doing this, I didn't even want to smoke weed anymore. There, there was no trigger for me to do so because every time I felt stressed, I would just go to the gym. 
and now I consistently go to the gym, go to the, go for runs, and I don't ever feel the urge. But the key was shaking up the foundation of my life to really put in implementing positive habits and change. I love that idea of you changing your entire habits to form better ones, right? You took out the bad and you implemented the good. But I'm sure that definitely left you in an awkward situation with these these friends of yours that you were going out and doing the drugs with, going to the parties with. <laughs> As many of the listeners here on the Get Over Yourself podcast know, it's not always easy implementing this. It's it's easy to hear it from another person's perspective, but when they're trying to think of it as, how can I do this in my own life? What kind of advice would you offer to them? The key is you've got to love yourself. Because if you don't love yourself, you're never going to do what's best for you. So what you just brought up, Brandon, very accurate. For those six months, I felt very, very sad. <laughs> because the company that I had, you know, like, I'm not saying I'm not friends with them, like, I would still catch up and things, you know, but I wouldn't go and participate in like drinking, I wouldn't go and participate, even now I wouldn't participate in drinking, I wouldn't participate in smoking, um, and smoking weed, I just would not, I would, I would just say, sorry, I'm not coming, like, I, that's, that's my, that's my hard line, I just say, I'm not coming, um, and a lot of these friends I don't really see anymore anyways, but back then, making that decision was very hard, um, luckily I had good friends at work, who weren't part of these bad habits. So um, being around them five days a week made me feel socially energized because I'm an extrovert, so I need to feel socially energized. And I had good friends at work who kind of pulled me through it. They didn't realize it. I never talked about it, but like um, having them as company was great because in my personal life, I was still seeing friends, but not as often because I had to stay away from those habits. So all the way back to what you said before, you got to love yourself and you got to pick yourself first because if you don't, then it's not really going to move the needle in your, to where you want to go. Coming up, Jeff describes how he currently feels now that he has overcome the drugs inside of his life and how he has redefined his purpose. Oh, it feels amazing, Brandon. Like um, these days, everything is so optimized in my life and I really love my coaching, you know, I love what I do. I love watching my clients change, helping them get the progress they seek. I love optimizing my life now as well. Like before, I could never understand it, but now I do. Everything is optimized. Um, and I spend a lot of my time training, exercising, working out, and just trying to get better. I spend like two hours learning a day trying to become smarter. Like I just invest in the things that I know is going to help me in the long term. So take us through that step by step, Jeff. How do you optimize your life and find little things that you can improve in daily? So a good way to, op okay, so I'll just talk about how I do it really. So I get really clear on my goals, right? So like, this is going to sound like, oh, you know, just goal setting. No, like I get super clear on what I want. And then I reverse engineer my goals. Okay. So I reverse engineer my goals and I reverse engineer them so niche. Like I literally like take a goal that's like maybe a year or five years from now and I break it all the way down to like what I need to do every day. What action can I do? And say this action may not be repeating. It might just be an action that uh, when that finishes, there's another action, right? But I get very clear on what I can do today. And I set up something called a pillar system. So I learned about something called a pillar system. A pillar system is about how you derive about six to eight actions a day that if you do them every single day, you're going to achieve your goals because you're prioritizing the things that are going to move the needle forward. So when I say optimize my life, everything is intentional. I book in time with myself to do certain things every single day. So I've obviously got my coaching appointments 
And then on top of that, I've got other things that I have to do, like personal things and business things related as well. But every other section of the day, there's no there's no time where I'm like, okay, I don't know what to do. From literally the moment I wake up to the moment I sleep, I know exactly what it is I'm doing, whether uh, maybe it might be socializing in the evening or whatever it is, or during the day, everything is booked in and I know exactly what I'm doing at every single moment. And I don't have any indecision, Brandon. That's why my life is optimized because I know exactly what I'm doing and I'm intentional. And I plan this out like a day in advance or two days in advance. I have no indecision or lack of clarity. So I just walk through my day with ease and I know exactly what's going on, how to do it, when to do it, why to do it. And my life is very, very optimized. You know, it's kind of funny. I do a very similar thing. So every Sunday to prepare for the upcoming week, I kind of host an hour-long session with myself of scheduling everything possible that I can in that moment. Um, I plan out my entire week. And then as the days go, um, I add in little things here. I take out little things there. But a lot of people think I'm crazy for doing so. They think I'm crazy for how scheduled I am or how optimized, as you put it. But what would you say to those people? How has that helped you and how can it help them? To all those people that don't that say that, you know, being optimized or being organized is a silly thing. Um, let's look at their position of where they are. Are they happy? If they're happy, then that's cool. They can continue doing them. If they're not happy and they want to achieve something more, then maybe they might want to instill some more discipline. So it's really up to each person, you know, Brandon, like there's no one size fits all approach, but it depends on what you want out of life. And you know, if you want to actually like build something, like for example, making a podcast is not easy. It takes time. You'd have to schedule this into your schedule, right? You couldn't just rock up and say, oh, I'm just going to do a podcast whenever I feel like it. It doesn't work like that. So if you've got things you want to do and you there's a certain way, a certain procedure, then yeah, you've got a plan. And to people that laugh at that, well, then they're just not actually doing something that requires any planning. And that's cool too. But um, it's up to every person. Thanks for that, Jeff. And I got to ask you, I'm curious, what goes on with these clients of yours in the coaching sessions? How are you transforming these millennials to this unfulfilled lifestyle into something that they can enjoy and find true happiness within themselves? It definitely comes down to what they want, right? So coaching is always intentional. I've got to get clear on what it is that my clients want because everybody kind of like knows what they want and if they don't know what they want, then I've got a way to help them figure that out too, right? But the main thing that I do is if you know what I, if you know what you want, like say, for example, if you're looking for more confidence, you're looking to overcome your fears, you're looking to set goals for the future, or if you're learning how to improve the way you think to actually create more abundance and more thought and more positive thoughts in your life to actually get more, like for example, in terms of the optimization we talked about, I've got coaching programs for that, right? And then my main coaching program is called the Purpose Insight. This is a very, very comprehensive program. It goes for 14 weeks and it's for people that literally have no idea what they want to do with their life. All they know is that they are sick of the day-to-day -day, and I've met a lot of people that on online and in person who have told me this, they're just so sick of their day-to-day, -day, but they don't know what to do with their lives. And all they feel is anxiety, fear, and confusion. And for to those people, I say the Purpose Insight is going to really help you out because we're going to get clear on where it is you want to go. You're just not clear in your values, your morals, your ethics, and how to turn that into something that you can build upon. So that's basically how I help my clients. Every client is different. There is no one-size-fits-all approach. But the main theme that occurs for all of my clients is that they're not happy with where they are. They know that they need to be somewhere else in the future. And I'm the bridge. I take them from where they are today to where they want to go. 
So Jeff, how do you kind of help these clients of yours, you know, these unfulfilled millennials kind of find their vision and purpose? It's difficult. It's difficult when you're working a dead end job and you feel like there's nothing life is offering you at the moment. It's difficult to be motivated to go and do the things that you're passionate about. It's difficult to find the time to find the money. How do you kind of, as you said, how are you their bridge to finding that answer? We've got a framework, you know, so um, it's it's not just me sitting there and spitballing. No, there is a, there's a framework which I have created and implemented and modified based on my learning. So I've done a lot of learning to create my modules. Like it's not just being like, oh, you know, just like, let's just chat. No, I have gone, spent years like cataloging and creating and creating and creating. And um, basically what it is, is it all begins from getting very clear on your vision, right? So the vision and you're saying a lot of people don't have a vision, they're stuck in a dead-end job. You're absolutely right because they've never been given the framework. They followed the master plan, you know, of just go to school, get a job. And it's hard to build a vision if you don't realize there's more than that. But as a human, we have unlimited potential. The key is to understand where your passions align and where it is that you see yourself in the seven core areas of life. So to give you a few, it can be like career, family and friends, social relationships, um, money and finances, you've got to get really clear on where you are today. And if you're not happy with where you are today in any of these areas, you've got to ask yourself, why are you not happy? Because we all know why we're not happy. It's not like you're just unhappy for the sake of being unhappy. You know why you're unhappy. Like, for example, if you don't like your job, you know why you don't like your job. It's not like, oh, I just don't know why. I'm just here, you know, like that's not why. You know why. So we get very clear on the why because when you understand the why behind every negative emotion towards a certain area of life, you can flip it around to realize where you'd rather be. And we build that vision, that vision where you have the life that you actually want. And then we go about achieving it. So we dig deep, man. We go deep into the psychology. We get clear on the fears. We get clear on what's holding them back. We get clear on how they're building relationships, communication. We get clear on their mindset. Get really, really clear on everything because the end of it, of my coaching programs, out of all of them, you're going to have clarity because clarity is what's going to help you achieve what you want in your life. And you're going to have a plan, a strategy. Now, Jeff, as you mentioned to me before we started recording this episode, you have five different coaching programs. Could you walk the audience through those five different programs and why they can be impactful? Definitely, Brandon. So um, the first one was the Purpose Insight, which I mentioned a little bit about. What that basically is, is that's a comprehensive personal transformation we look at your finding your purpose, getting clear on that, building your self-awareness, building your core beliefs, understanding what really makes you tick. Um, why is your self-esteem not pulling you up to where you need to be to make the decisions you need to make? Are your relationships optimized? Are you feeling happy in them? How's your thinking? How's your mindset? And last of all, are you actually setting goals so that you're actually able to move forward? Do you have a plan in place? Do you understand how to optimize your life to create those goals? Um, that's what the purpose inside does. And then the next one is the beliefs breakthrough. And this is to discover how to break through any limiting beliefs. What we do is we uncover hidden limitations and we structure them into indestructible, powerful belief. The next one, Brandon, is the mindset maximizer. This is where you get really clear on why your mind is not taking you to where you need to go. So say, for example, if you want to do something, but you have self-doubt. And every time you try, and this is something I've noticed a lot of my clients, every time that you try and do something, you sabotage yourself because you don't believe you can do it. It's your thinking. It's the way in which you've programmed your mind based on past experiences. So we get very clear on what happened in the past and why it is that you're projecting that into the future. And we understand how that's stopping you from achieving your vision. 
because your thinking is holding you back. The next one is the confidence creator. It's about basically helping you build the confidence to do what you want in your life. Confidence is so important. Without confidence, it's very hard to actually achieve anything because confidence takes you any place you want because you can do it by yourself. You can do it at any time because you know that you have the skill set to do it. And also you have belief in yourself that you can do it. And the very last one, the goal setter, this is about actually setting a really, really good comprehensive personal game plan. Now, why did you choose these five specific areas to focus on? And how do you think that can help every individual? Well, that's a good question, actually, Brandon. At the beginning, um, I was kind of, when I first started doing my coaching, I was kind of all over the place. I kind of had like um, just one generalized course, which I know a lot of people recommend. But um, I realized as I started to work with more clients that there were five different areas that kept popping up nonstop. And when I looked at my course, what I began to realize is that there were five key criteria in life in which a lot of people were struggling. One was building a vision, not knowing what to do. Another was actually holding themselves back with fear. Another one was that their mindset was not optimized or geared towards success. Another is that they had so much self-doubt that they just could not do things because every time they would try it, they would fear failure and then they would just not do it. And the last one is not actually having a plan. It's like, there are so many people I've talked to who know what they want, but they have no idea how to get it. So it just doesn't happen. Now, Jeff, I like those different aspects because I think it can really hone into the various roles that people limit themselves to. And I guess if somebody from the audience here today was thinking about their personal life, they're trying to figure out the areas that they need to improve in, whether that's the optimization, whether that's setting better goals for themselves, having more confidence or whatever it may be. What advice would you leave them of how they can kind of open up their brains, open up their, honestly, just become a little bit more humble so they can start making these changes that they need to, but they might fear to do so. Right. This is, um, I, I love that question, Brandon, because that's how I do it for myself every day. Like I, I have a thought process and it comes down to time. And here's why um, I say time, because for me, um, all the time that I spent unfulfilled, you know, just kind of like blasting myself away, trying to escape reality. I wasted a lot of time. And I'm not saying that I didn't do things in that time, but I didn't do the things that I loved, right? So I've got degrees, I've got work experience, I've worked all over the place, you know, but I didn't do the things that I wanted with intention. So for people that really kind of want to make a change in their life, the first thing is to really get clear on how little time we have on this planet. Like seriously, how little time we actually have. Like the average lifespan is about 80 years in the first world and it goes by like a flash. You know what I'm talking about, right? Like I feel like I was 17 yesterday and I'm 26 today. <laughs> I'm talking like an old man, but seriously, time goes so quick. And if you're not conscious of how much time is passing and how little time you actually have to go about and make your dream a reality, then life will fly past you. But when you realize that nothing is forever and that we all have the same fate and that time is your one true currency, you're going to go and get after it because you're limited by that aspect. You only have so many seconds in your life. And if you waste some of them and you don't really put them towards what you want to achieve in your life, there's nothing worse than regret, Brandon. There's maybe disappointment. There's, you know, sadness or anger, but regret, that's probably the worst thing that could ever exist so if you want to avoid that feeling of regret and if you want to really make your life something that you're going to be proud of at the very end of the day 
it's time to take action today and realize that time is not unlimited. You are constrained by it. And the actions you make today will build a better tomorrow that you desire. Thank you so much for that, Jeff. That's really impactful. And I know from personally for myself and for the audience standpoint, it's something that we can all apply in our daily lives. Um, nobody's subject to change that. Everybody can work on the little things just to keep improving daily, little by little. And Jeff, as we're getting ready to kind of close out today's episode, is there any last minute advice you would leave with the audience here today? Yeah, the the main thing I would say is whatever it is that you know you guys want to do, whatever it is that you want to achieve, make sure you enjoy the process. Make sure it's something that you actually enjoy doing. Like, don't you know if if you want to do something that you think that you're perhaps going to really hate somewhere along the way, then maybe rethink that because not every day is sunshine and rainbows. Trust me, that's that's just never the case. But enjoying the journey in the sense of over the long span, when you look back, maybe ten, five to ten years later. You realize how much you grew, how much you learned, how much you developed, how much you maybe helped others. And if that's going to fill you with a sense of fulfillment, then you should go do that. So enjoying the journey is so important. And realize that enjoying the journey does not mean every day is a dream. Um, every day might have its challenges, and it probably will if you're trying to achieve something that is beyond your current situation. It will have challenges. But challenge is not a bad thing. Challenge is a good thing because it means you're growing. You're forced to expand, get better, and to improve. And I think that's the ultimate growth. So make sure you enjoy the process, enjoy the journey, and then go after it because you only get one lifetime to do it. So you may as well make it this one. <laughs> that was Jeff Seow, a certified life coach based out of Australia who used his own life struggles and addictions to turn it around and start helping others. Jeff was a wonderful guest to have on today's episode, and I truly hope you took something away from what he said. In fact, if you found anything in today's episode useful in any way, please feel free to leave the Get Over Yourself podcast a positive review. Likewise, follow Jeff on any of his social media accounts and reach out if you need help with anything. And guys, overall, just remember, it'll all be okay. Just take a step back and begin optimizing your life and realize that we don't have as much time here on earth as we think. Cool.